Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and greatly to be praised. And everything I will give him thanks because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning me. Glory to God. And Y'all, we got to learn and we must give him thanks in everything, in everything. Glory to God. And so, y'all, I'm just thankful for God being in my life. And I'm going to get this tell it like it is. Tuesday started because I just have so, it's just a burden, a burden um, on my heart um, for our young people and our young adults as well and even some adults it's been a burden because see satan is running rampant and it's like some is sleep some just don't care and some just don't even know about god so it's just like this burden on my heart and so when you see me on here doing these messages and everything and just know that this is a call to you for salvation. This is a call for you to wake up. This is a call for you to come back to Jesus if you walked away from the church because Jesus is soon to come and the devil is on his job. But we must realize that he don't like us and his main objective is to steal, kill, and destroy us. And Christ have come that we, we might have life more abundantly. So you always got to think like, hey, 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 hey. Even if it's something small, it's, it's a big deal. Don't look at your sin as something small. You be like, oh, I just drink. Oh, I just bake. Oh, I just get high. I don't bother nobody. But what you don't realize is these things are sins against God. And so, hey, it can get worse. It can turn into addictions or it's, it's you're putting things into your body that you should not be putting into your body. And so it's just you got to realize that the devil objective is to destroy you. And so if you're not living for Jesus, then you're on the devil's turf. Okay. You're, you're open, open to receive demonic spirits inside of you because you don't have the Holy ghost, which is God's spirit dwelling in you. And that is why I push. That's why I encourage you to receive the Holy ghost because only with the Holy ghost, you have power to live holy and you have power against the enemy. The, Satan is not going to recognize your strength if you lift in weights. Who cares? He's a spirit. He can take over your mind and body at any time because you don't have the Holy Ghost. And so we, the Bible says after the Holy Ghost come, we will have this power. So it's not enough that we come to church, dance up and down the aisles, shout hallelujah, flip over the benches, and even hold positions in the church, but we never receive this power, which is the Holy Ghost, because that's even a deception. The devil will deceive you and being comfortable with coming to the church building time and time again, but you never receive the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And now the devil's satisfied because you have no power against him no power you are powerless and so we need the holy ghost in our lives to live holy and to have power against the works of the enemy because 
He only want to kill, steal, and destroy you. Point blank, period. I don't care what pleasure you having, what good time you think you having. It's all a deception. It's all to fan you to sleep. It's all to make you comfortable and sin so you can live in eternity with him in hell. So you can't do the purpose in which God has created you on earth. The devil know what he doing. But uh-uh. Y'all, we got to get we got to get our minds right. So when it's tell it like it is Tuesday. I've been hearing this phrase said a lot, a lot, you know, and then I've been hearing people sing about it. And so I was like, you know what? I got to teach about this thing so we can realize that this is serious. It is very serious. So the devil tried it, but God made it fail. Glory to God. The devil tried it, but God made it fail. My sub message is we don't die. We multiply in your face, devil. Glory to God. We don't die. We multiply. You try it, but we don't die. We multiply. Glory to God. And so Satan has an all-out attack against the church. It's been this way. It's been this way for years and years and centuries and centuries. It, but guess what? Guess what? Guess what? God, God, the devil, the devil, the devil cannot destroy the church i don't care how much you try i don't care how much like he trying to take our kids out before they even live their purpose and know what their purpose is he trying to take them out before they get saved and i'm talking about graveyard day he trying to take them out but uh, the devil tried it but god made it fail i'm telling you we got to realize that we are in spiritual warfare so don't look at humans and get mad at them or whatever we are indeed in spiritual warfare and again if you are not seeking god like you're supposed to and you're not filled with the holy ghost you have left your body open and your mind open for demonic spirits to enter. So you have to realize that we are indeed in spiritual warfare, that the Bible says in Ephesians 6 and 12, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places ephesians 6 and 12 so this is an all-out spiritual attack on the church it's a spiritual all-out attack on individuals that e that's even trying to get into the body of christ or even come back the devil don't want none of us to be saved this is spiritual warfare and you always have to think about hey again that it met is not that person. It is a spirit in that person that is allowing them to do these things that you know to do things that is not right. And that's why we should be praying for for our children. We need to be praying for ourselves. We need to be praying for our communities. We need to be praying that God will save and fill with the Holy Ghost. Glory, God! I'm talking to the church on tonight because. I can't sit comfortable. I cannot sit comfortable knowing that some of our children are unsaved and not filled with the Holy Ghost. I cannot sit comfortable with knowing some of my students are not saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. I cannot sit comfortable with knowing young adults and adults alike is not filled with the Holy Ghost. Or you got some claiming to be filled with the Holy Ghost, but they like on the okie doke. They so comfortable and just floating and don't even care about others being saved. Or they just as carnal and do, giving into their flesh as well as unsaved people. And so we got to be concerned about ourselves first. Make sure that we're full of the Holy Ghost and have a concern for others. Because the Bible did not, not the Bible 
did not just tell us to be concerned about ourselves. That's a false doctrine. The Bible said we persuade, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Hallelujah. So when you receive the Holy Ghost, you have to be concerned about more than yourself. And I'm talking about when you didn't spend some time with God and you live in this life. You need to be concerned about somebody else besides yourself. Spread the love of God. Spread the word of God because that's showing that you care. We also, body of Christ, are reconcilers. And reconcilers is bringing people back into right relationship with God. That is in Corinthians. Check it out. So we can't just be concerned about ourselves. We got to be concerned about others. And when you have that concern, you're not going to keep your mouth shut. You're going to try, you're going to spread truth. God is truth. His word is truth. So we're going to spread God's word. Glory to God. But anyway, this is an all out spiritual attack. And this is why we can't be punks. We got to have our spiritual warfare on. Cause again, this is a demonic spirit that is taking over that the God of this world. The God of this world has blinded so many eyes, thinking that they are okay, saying a sinner's prayer, but you don't have no power to sustain you. And I understand that some people have grew up in churches that they only know walking up, shaking the pastor's hand. But you got to, if you're watching me, God is giving you a chance to know the truth. Go to Acts 2.38 and see how to be saved. It never says shake the pastor's hand and now you're saved because you have no power still over yourself, over your nasty desires. You have no power and you're not in a relationship with God at this point. You just said a prayer. You got to be born again of the water and of the spirit. Born again of the water, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and being born of the spirit by receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. How you know you have the Holy Ghost you will begin to speak in other tongues as the spirit. You will begin to speak in tongues as the spirit of God gives utterance. That means you're going to, the, the spirit going to take over you. You're going to begin to speak in this heavenly language that you do not know. That's how you know you have received the Holy Ghost. So we have to be mindful that we are in spiritual warfare. We're in spiritual warfare. The devil is attacking all of us. But we got to stay full of his spirit, full of God's spirit in order to win the battle. We got to spend time in prayer because even in Ephesians 6, you got to pray and you pray and you have to supplicate before God because these are our spiritual weapons against the enemy. Guns and knives and all this stuff. Hey, listen, that's powerless against the demonic spirit. So glory to God, we got to get, we got to get suited up with the whole arm of God and we have to pray because that's the only way we're going to win this spiritual battle that we are in. Glory to God. Coming to church, just come to church ain't going to save you. You're going to need some power. So I'm going to go on. So, hey, the devil, the gates of hell is not going to prevail against the church. I don't care how he tried. I don't care what he do. The devil and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The church still going to go on. The church is still going to flourish. So we got to fight. We must fight in the spirit. Glory to God. And so I'm going to go on with these two main points. And then I'm going to tell y'all a brief uh, background scriptural reference that I have for this. So the number one, the devil cannot kill what God anointed and appointed to live. The devil cannot kill what God anointed and appointed to live. And so a lot of times 
I'm telling you, the devil is going to come against you. And I told y'all how one day that, you know, the devil used this young man to try to destroy me and it didn't work. Oh, the devil tried, but God made it fail because I am one of the chosen ones. Glory to God. And so I realized that, you know, in some time, but I was like, thank you, Jesus, for saving me and rescuing me. But the devil cannot kill what God anointed and appointed to live. And let me make this disclaimer. We as people have a choice to make, though. If we continue to refuse and refuse, I'm going to get to that part, too. But if we continue to refuse the instructions of the Lord and refuse to hear him, refuse to turn, then now you are open to the devil's, you know, the devil's destruction. But I thank God how God had grace and mercy on me. I didn't know when it was going to be like no time. I knew it was coming up that my life was about to get took. So I was like, no, I'm going to listen and take heed to the warning. And turn back to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so anyway, uh, we have to realize that we do have a decision ourselves to make. When God is calling us to him or back to him, we need to heed that voice. Because God already had a plan for your life before you was born. And I'm going to read that. Jeremiah 1, 4, and 5. Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Before you even came out, he had sanctified you. He set apart. You were set apart and he ordained you to be something in this world. Glory to God. That's Jeremiah 1, 4 through 5. So, even if the devil, the devil is going to try things, the devil is going to try things and you might give in. But if you, you hear the voice of God calling you on today, you need to come back because you don't know how far or how long the mercy of God is going to be available for you. You don't know that. So you need to come to Jesus, come to Jesus while there is still time, because I'm telling you. The devil cannot kill what God anointed and appointed to live. And that is, first of all, that's also, like I said, the church. He can't kill or destroy the church. But if you choose to disobey and rebel against him, you don't know how long God is going to give you to come back. You don't know. So that's why you got the day you hear his voice don't harden your heart. But God have anointed and appointed you before you was born. Before you was born, before he formed you, he knew who he wanted you to be. He knew the purpose he had for you on this earth. And so if you're looking at me, if you're hearing me, listen, give your life to the Lord and live for him. Seek his face and do the purpose in which he has called you to do. It's not too late. It is not too late for you. If you have breath, there's still a purpose for your life on this earth. Turn to the Lord. Glory to God. Because some of us, like I said, I, when I was in sin, the devil tried to kill me. You may be in sin right now, but it's time to come back. Because you have been anointed and appointed for such a time as this. And the devil know it. So he'll try to take you out one way or the other. But if you're hearing 
or seeing me, it's time to come to the Lord. If you have walked away, it's time to come back to the Lord and do the work in which he has called you to do. Glory to God. And so, y'all, I'm really stirred up about this because I hate the devil. I can't stand the devil because I know he is coming after us and our children. Our children, he coming after them. I hate him. But if you're listening, y'all got to believe this. Don't let the devil just hold your past against you or what you have done or whatever. Do not let him do it because he know if you allow him to do that, you're going to live a purposeless, purposeless life. And, and if you do something to yourself, like kill yourself, then you're going to hell with him. So he glad. I'm not about to make the devil glad and I burn in hell for eternity. It's too long. And I know we can't grasp that concept because none of us have been here for eternity. But it's forever, forever. It's, it's more than 100 years. It's ever, ever, ever. Eternity. So, no, why would we be deceived by saying, I don't care where you at in life, God still have a purpose and plan for you, but you got to come to him in repentance. Ask for forgiveness. Have a change of heart and mind. Acknowledge what you've done. Turn from it and start living walking towards God and he going to do the rest. He going to do the changing, but you just need that, that change of mind to say, you know what? I denounce this in my life. I denounce Satan, Lord, forgive me for what I have done. I, I will not live this way. I do not want to live like this anymore. Please forgive me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. He will do it. And then you must be born again in the water and the spirit. And there you go. You enter into the kingdom of God. And you about to live your blessed, purpose-filled life ever. So anyway, we're going to go on. Also, in Acts 2, 17 through 18, this is why Satan really turned up the heat because we're in the last days. But yet and still, God's word is going to come to pass because the Bible says, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams and on my servants and on my handmaidens i will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy acts 2 17 through 18 so i don't care what satan is trying to do our sons and our daughters are still going to prophesy. The young man going to still see visions and the old man going to dream dream. His spirit is going to be poured out upon our children. I don't care what you see. I don't care what you hear. The Bible is right. And the Bible say in the last that he's going to pour out his spirits and our, his spirit and our sons and daughters shall prophesy. Hallelujah. Y'all have to believe the report of the Lord. I don't care what is happening, how you see it, what you're hearing, what he or she saying. You got to speak this over your children because I'm speaking it over mine. Oh, no, you will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So we got to believe it. We got to speak it over our children. So the devil cannot kill what God has anointed and appointed to live. He cannot do it. Glory to God. And I continue to speak life over your children. Continue to live the life of holiness. Because I believe that God is raising up 
a great army for his glory and our children is going to be a part of it because they are wise and the, de the devil know it, but they're going to use that wisdom to outsmart him. Oh, he's been here for ooh, a long, long time, thousands of years. But guess what? We're going to win the battle against Satan because we already read the revelations. At the end, we win. We know we're going to win. And God is going to use some of our children. I don't care how I look. You keep praying for your children, parents. You keep praying and interceding for your children. Because the devil can't have our children. They will be saved. They will get filled with the Holy Ghost. They will prophesy. They will dream dreams. Oh, glory. I'm claiming it on tonight. Hallelujah. You just live a life. Don't be a hypocrite. Whatever you, the pastor is preaching in the church, you need to be living it. Whatever it's found in scriptures, you need to be living it yourself. And don't ever give up on your children. Intercede for your children. Glory to God. And so we're going to go on. Number two, we must obey. We must obey. And our seed will be blessed. We must obey the word of the Lord and us and our seed will be blessed. Y'all just don't know how, how much obedience. I don't care if you understand. I don't care. I don't care if you don't agree. Let me say, if you don't agree with what the word is saying, excuse me for saying understand, because you need to understand. But even if you don't agree with what the word is saying, you got to do it. Because you don't want to confuse your children and then they be like, oh man, this mess is fake. I'm about to do whatever I want to do. No, you got to live the word that you are being preached, the word that you are reading, the word that you are training your children to do. You got to be an example of it yourself. Because we don't want, no, no, no. My, my, my kids under me is not going to grow up not knowing God. But your children will if you are living one thing at home and acting like one thing at church. Away with the hypocrisy. It's time to be real. I want to be saved and I want my children to be saved, y'all. Don't be no hypocrite now. Anyway, we must obey the word of the Lord so us and our seed can be blessed. Because God wants us to have this abundant life. And that includes having his spirit and living a holy life. It also includes being prosperous on the earth. The Bible says if we like meditate and, and observe and do his commandments, we're going to be, he's going to make our way prosperous and we're going to have good success even on earth. So young people don't think that just because you, if you get saved and Holy Ghost filled, that you, you don't, you won't have no money. Or God don't want you to be rich or whatever. All these things like you, you can't enjoy your life. No, you can't do demonic things. You can't do stuff against your body. Because this is, this is God helping you out. So anyway, God wants us to have an abundant life. That's what he came for. The devil, again, is the one that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He's not, the devil is not going to show you this on the front end. He's going to offer you all the good things, money, car, house, women, men, whatever. And you're going to think, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And then some people even be like, I thank God for this. And the devil won't give it to him because you ain't being obedient. You ain't being obedient to God's word. Ain't no way. The devil is offering you these things so you can stay comfortable in the world. 
And and again, I'm not saying if someone someone is not saved if they have the finer things in life. No, but I'm saying if you know yourself that you ain't being obedient and living a holy life, and the devil can be giving you stuff. You got to examine that way. Is this a distraction? Is this really a blessing from God? Because I'm comfortable. I mean, if you're comfortable, if you're comfortable in your sins and get these things, then you know that, no, something is wrong. Something is wrong. So we got to examine ourselves and see if we still in the faith. Glory to God. Because the devil and the enemy can give you things. But what he can't help you to do is live a holy life. So we're going to go on. Uh, the devil is the one that comes to, to comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we got to be obedient to God's word so we can experience abundant life, the life that's going to last into eternity with peace with him. Because I don't want just the finer things on in life down here and then go to hell. Yes, I want the finer things in life here and go to heaven. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to be obedient. And not just because I want the finer things, but because I love God because he first loved me. He showed his love. He sacrificed his life for me. And he took me back. When I did things against his word, he rescued me. And he filled me with, the, with his spirit. And he still called me his own. And he still said I was chosen for such a time as this. And so, glory to God, I'm going to love him. And I'm going to show I love him by obeying his word. Because that's what his word said. That his word said, if you love me, obey. So that shows that I'm that I do love him. This is how I this is how I show my love for him. But anyway, Psalms 112, 1 through 3. I need y'all to praise the Lord. Because I, I need y'all to praise the Lord because I'm praising him. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandments. Alright? Again. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandments. His, his seed, his seed shall be mightily upon earth. If you do what? Delight in his commandments. Where is his commandments? In the word. So if I delight in his commandments, I'm blessed. My seed gonna be blessed. The generation of the upright, there you go, the generation of the upright, upright, upstanding with God, not the world, it don't matter, because if you upstand with the world and not God, poof, you ain't pleasing God, it's like, what? That don't mean you're blessed if you upright with the world and not with God. You got, uh-uh, you got to be upright. Upright. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Well. And riches, see, I told y'all, wealth and riches shall be in his house. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. And his righteousness endureth forever. Psalms 112, 1 through 3. So, hey, our generation is going to be blessed if we fear the Lord and delight in his commandments. Our seed is going to be mighty upon the earth. So I don't care what Satan is doing. Oh, I see you. I don't care what he's doing. But the his seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Glory to God. I'm telling you, it don't matter what Satan is doing or Satan or, mm, saying or doing. If we're walking up right before the Lord, 
If we're delighting in his commandments and fear him, we are blessed. Our seed is blessed. You got to speak these blessings over yourself, over your children. So as it began, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't care what I see, but praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Because it don't matter. Hey, it can... You got to believe that it's going to happen. Hallelujah. It's going to happen. Praise ye the Lord. Bless, bless, bless our generation. Shall be blessed because we are fearing the Lord because we are walking upright before the Lord because we are being obedient to his commandments hallelujah it's gonna fall back on our next generation hallelujah you got to believe it and speak it and receive it in the name of Jesus glory to God a great army is rising up Satan you won't have our children glory to God hallelujah a great army a great army. Wealth and then wealth and riches shall be in his house. Woo! Say it, say it is trying to attack us on every end, through every area. But it don't matter. You got to speak life in your household. You got to speak life to your children. I don't care what you see or hear. You do what's right. And watch God move. Hallelujah. We got to intercede for our children. Y'all, I'm about to get to. Ooh, I'm, I'm getting excited because I hate the devil. I hate the devil. And I said, Lord, I live for you. Hallelujah. I will intercede for others. Hallelujah. Because I hate him. He tried to destroy me. He tried to deceive me. I, oh, Lord, oh, glory to God. I'm pulling out the fire. And I encourage you saints to do the same. All right. So obedience. Another thing on obedience. Another scripture on obedience. Deuteronomy 30, 19 through 20. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. See them opposites? It's not both. It's an opposite. I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Like I said at the beginning, God come that we may have life and may have it more abundantly. Choose life. If you choose God, you are choosing life. Choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. That both thou and thy seed may live. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God. Woo! This is how you choose a life. You love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice for he is thy life. Woo! Well, I skip part. And that thou mayest cleave. See, that's important. That's an important part. That thou mayest cleave unto him. You got to get close to him. You got to get intimate with him. Glory to God. So you can hear his voice. So you can feel him. And so you will want to obey him. Because you love him. We're going to go on. For he is thy life. He's my life. He is thy life. And the length of thy days. That thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Deuteronomy 30, 19 through 20. So what we got to do, y'all? Some key words. We got to love God. We got to obey God. We got to cleave unto him. So we can get that intimate time. So we can hear what he's saying. So we can feel him. 
we'll understand it. We'll understand everything. Now, everything we ain't going to understand because, but because I love him, because I'm so close to him, because see, see, I'm so close to him that I know he want the best for me. He want me to live my blessed life. He want blessings to come upon me. So I will obey him. Even when I can't see far into the future, even though I want to do this right now, but he's saying, no, Takia, wait on me so I will obey him. And if we as parents live like this and our children are watching us, glory to God, then we are training them up in the ways of holiness. That way our seed can come up blessed. Our seed can come up being holy. Oh, glory to God. We got to get this thing right obedience is powerful but it's our choice if you want your seed you and your seed to be blessed it's time for you to come to god it's time for you as a parent mother father whoever the guardian give your life to god so that the blessings of god can flow in your house so that the full glory 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 the wealth the riches everything the righteousness can flow in your house because we choosing life on today. I, I, I declare life on my own self. I declare life in my family. I declare life to those that I'm around. The young people, the young adults, the adults. But you got to obey. I can't force nobody to obey. But if you want life, you must obey the word of the Lord so you and your seed can be blessed. And that's why I just get so aggravated. Or not aggravated, but like, ew. Like, nah. I'm like... Fathers, why don't you want to be a father? I'm talking about a godly father. So your seed can be blessed. Stop being selfish. Get out your own natural thinking. Give your life to God. Be born again. Live a holy life. So you and your seed coming behind you can be blessed. Because it's all our warfare. And you having a good job, good career, getting money and all this. That's nice. But if you don't have the Holy Ghost power, if you ain't training your kids up in the way of holiness, they're going to be defeated in this world because Satan don't care who you are. You need the Holy Ghost. Woo, glory. That's the only way we're going to survive, I'm telling you. And with the Holy Ghost, again, you got to be suited up with the whole arm of God. You need the whole arm of God to stand against the wiles of the devil. Woo, because he got some tricks. But if you ain't prepared... You're going you gonna to succumb to them tricks. You got to be suited with the armor of God and full of the Holy Ghost. Because that's that, that's that activating power. Your armor is not, is not going to activate without that Holy Ghost power. So we're going to go on. Woo, because I'm just, fathers, come back. Men, come back. Come back to God and be head of your households. So, ooh, glory. So you and your seed can be blessed. Ooh, glory. Another scripture in Acts 2, 38 through 41, because see this promise, us that's full of the Holy Ghost, this promise is unto our children, but we and them have to obey. God is telling us again to be born again, because your nasty nature is not good. I don't care who, who you was born through, you got a nasty, sinful nature, and you must be born again. We got to obey. The Bible saying you must be born again. You want you and your seed blessed? You must be born again. This natural stuff ain't going to get it. You must be born again. So in Acts 2.38, it's going to explain. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all 
all Ooh, the promise. Let me say it again. For the promise is unto you. Let me hold it up so I have to help my hand down. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off. And for the promise is unto you and your children and unto all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Say yourself from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received the word were baptized. And the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Acts 2, 38, 41. So we got to do this like the Bible say. Say yourself from this untoward generation. Because I'm like, listen, I'm going. If I got to go by myself, I'm a single mom. But I'm like, hey, I'm not about to attach myself to somebody that want to live for the devil. I'll go. We be singing these songs, but do you mean it? I'll go. If I have to go by myself, I don't have a lot of friends, but I'll go. If I have to go by myself, say yourself from this untoward generation. I don't care what people are saying that's claiming to be saved. Say yourself. You live a life of holiness. Hallelujah. Because I was like, I don't care about what they're doing. They say, they say, I love God. So I'm going to live holy for God. Hallelujah. Say yourself. Be obedient to the word of God, no matter the cost. No matter the cost. Because things are going to get crucial. Or the devil going to attack you on all sides. But save yourself from this untoward generation. And remember, the promise is unto your children too. You got filled with the Holy Ghost. You was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You living holy. The promise is unto your children. And to your children, children. All of them are far off, even as many as the Lord thy God shall call. So you, you do obey, live it in front of these children. So they will want to live this holy life. And yes, it is their decision. I know that with my own children. We can train them. We can train them in the ways of holiness. We can pray for them. We can live the life of holiness. But at the end of the day, it's their choice. But the promise is for you. The promise is for you. I encourage you, young people, to receive it. God wants you to be filled with the Holy Ghost so you can have his power. And so the devil won't take over you. And so you can be his child and go back to meet him when he come in peace. Because all of us going to see him face to face. But it, how you live your life, whether it was holy or not, is going to determine if you're going to heaven and with peace or in a lake of fire with the devil. It's going to be your choice. But the promise is unto you. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Okay. So, y'all, I'm so stirred up. I encourage y'all to obey. I was trying to make this 30 minutes or less because I know you know how attention. I don't got no PowerPoints going on, but I'm stirred up because I hate the devil. I hate the devil. I love God and I hate the devil. So that's why I'm, I'm going to say it. And this is the scriptural references that I had because I was like, let me go back and see in history what was happening. So two stories and I don't got time to read it because I wanted to keep it short. Moses, when he was born, when he was born in this during this time era in Exodus 1, 6 through 22, when he was born, the Israelites began to multiply. They but before they before before he before that happened, the Egyptians began to put hard task on them, hard task on them. Cause they seen, oh my gosh, these people are getting powerful. Let me see. 
Yeah, so it said, but their descendants, the Israelites, and many children and grandchildren, in fact, they multiplied so greatly that they became extremely powerful and filled the land. So see, see, I, us that's filled with the Holy Ghost and our children, the devil, the devil knows if our children come to Christ, woo, they are a threat to his kingdom. So they, the devil is putting heavy weights on us. He's distracting our children with these worldly things, these games, this music, the drugs, the women, the men. He distracted the, the, the liquor, all this. He just distracted, distracted, even, even pride. Because if you put yourself above God, even though you're successful, that's still a distraction because you're still going to go to hell because you never see God in your life. Ain't no good sinner. A sinner is a sinner. You never gave your life to God, you're still a sinner. But the, the devils are just distracted because they come to church, but they still not giving their life to God. And then all these different, you know, different things like I say, the drinking, the partying, the clubbing, the uh smoking, the getting high, the vaping, the, the sex, all of this is out there, it's out there, it's out there. So anyway, the devil is attacking. But the devil is attacking because he knows that we are going to be building up a great army against him. So he's attacking us as the parents and he is attacking our children. So they was afraid. Okay, they was afraid. So what they did, they said, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. We always going to be stronger. It might not look like it, but God always have a remnant. We must make a plan to keep them from growing. So what did they do? They were scared that they was going to overtake them. So they put heavy labor on them. They put heavy, heavy, heavy labor on them. And then they begin to say that uh, the boys, like, I want you to kill. If the baby is a boy, kill him. If it's a girl, they can let them live. But some of the midwives, like the midwives, fear God, and they refuse to obey what he said. And so he was like, like, how are you going to let them live? And so anyway... They still, they still. Then Pharaoh gave the order to his people to throw every newborn Hebrew boy into the Nile River. See, they, the boys could see the boys. The men carry the seed, the sperm. They carry it. And so, yes, you need a woman with the man to have a baby. But they wanted to kill the boys. Because, see, the more strong the men is the head. The men is the head. And the devil is even doing this in the spirit in our families. It's a lot of single moms like me. It's a lot It's a lot going on with the men. It's just walking away, doing whatever they want to do. It, this is deep, and I want to get into that. But the devil knows what he can do to destroy families, to destroy homes, to belittle men. So they won't rise up and be the godly man, the godly father. Because you know, hey, we don't die, we multiply. And see, God wants his holiness in the earth. Hey, if he don't use that one man, he gonna use another man. So I don't know why the devil, but the devil's gonna attack. If you let him attack, he gonna, he gonna attack. But I'm telling you, it's an all-out spiritual warfare on the men. Because you don't hardly see, you go to church, you don't hardly see no godly men. If they are, son, you are coming to church and you still ain't living a godly life. What in the world? So it's like, wait, it's an all-out attack 
And I'm not saying every person, because my father, I know for sure, he's a godly man. He living a life he talking about and preaching about and teaching about. So it's an all-out attack, because Satan know that destroys the home. When, when, when the father's not in a home, it also opens the home up to demonic attack. Okay, so and I'm talking about a godly father. When a godly, when a godly father, it opens up to demonic attack because you might have a man known, but if he ain't Holy Ghost filled, he can't ward off the evil spirits because he not saved himself. He don't have no power to fight. So the God, the 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 devil is attacking men. He wants to kill our young boys before they even come in to their purpose before they even receive salvation he's trying to take them out so he's trying to take them out before they even realize that but then if they grow up then he don't want them to be a holy force in the world he want them to blend in with the world he want them to live that worldly life he want them to give their lives to him just as long as they don't be saved he don't care just as long as they don't be saved that's actually killing and destroying them because their soul is going to go to hell. So he don't care. He will do anything that he can to stop the purpose and plan for, of God being fulfilled in their lives so they can be great in the earth. So he got an all-out attack against the men. He's coming at them on every angle. But I plead the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. My son shall be saved. My son shall receive the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Y'all have to plead the blood in your home. You got to train your kids. And again, be an example to them. Because it's an all-out attack. They're receiving all this negative energy from school. From playing these games. From these cell phones. These TikToks. This Facebook. This Instagram. And, and everything is just at your fingertips. So it's like. Not giving your life to God, you just scrolling, 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 and, and, and it's just not like no sense of urgency to be saved. It's just, I'm going to live my life and be okay. No, you're not okay. Because if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're open to demonic spirits because you don't have no power. And so I try to enforce this in my kids. I'm like, Lord, please, one day, Lord, Jesus, open up. They understand, Lord, give them mine and be saved. But two of my babies are saved. Thank you, Jesus praying for that one more but i'm telling you it's an all-out attack against the men it's all out attack they tried to kill moses because see moses was moses was chosen to be the deliverer so when he was born he supposed got killed because he was a boy this is what was happening during the time but what god anointed and appointed to live the devil can't kill so they tried Woo, they tried but if y'all know the story of Moses, anyway, he survives this because the mom put him in a basket and, you know, put him in a river, you know, floating on down. And then one of, you know, the pharaoh, pharaohs, I think it's, is that the proper position, but his daughters, I believe, I didn't underline that. But anyway, um, I didn't underline that. But anyway, he didn't die. He rose up in power rose up in power and then he did deliver he did deliver and say the bible said exodus 3 7 through 10 that 
The Lord told him, talking to Moses, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering, so I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians. He keep on praying and lead them out of Egypt into their own <coughs> excuse me, fertile and spacious land. It is a land formed with milk and honey. The land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hazites, and Jebusites now live. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me, and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people Israel out of Egypt. So God already had a plan. The devil tried to kill Moses as when he was a baby. But God already had a plan and he raised him up. And, and Moses made a bad decision. He had killed one of the Egyptians because he had seen him um he had seen him fighting with one of the uh Hebrews or whatever, whatever's going on with the Hebrews, and he had killed one of the Egyptians. And then so anyway, Moses fled. But even with that, God appeared to Moses and he still became a deliverer. So I'm telling you, the devil may try to take you out. The devil may, but if God has a purpose and plan for your life, his purpose and plan for your life is going to prevail. It is going to prevail, glory to God. And so he still was the deliverer. He helped deliver those people, out, the Israelites, out of Egypt, out from them harsh task managers, task masters, just like God said he would. So we got to turn back. If we turn back to God in repentance, who knows if he would leave a meat off drink offering? Who knows what he would do? Who knows what his grace and mercy would do when we turn back in repentance? Hallelujah. So Moses was a deliverer. Now let's talk about Jesus Christ. And I'm almost done. Around the time Jesus Christ was born. The prince in this era, um, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. In Judea during the reign of King Herod, about that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem and asked, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod, now you know King Herod was mad because he's a king, and you saw him a king of the Jews. So King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judea, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them that time, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And y'all know. Why, why, why do you hear it? Want the child, which is Jesus. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. <laughs> After this interview, the wise men went their way. Okay, the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. They bowed down. They worshiped. They gave him these gifts. I'm paraphrasing it. They gave him the gifts. When it was time to leave, they went another route. For God warned them. God warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. 
See, Herbert had a plot. <laughs> he had a plan. But God, God blocked it. He made it fail. Woo! After the wise men were gone, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up. See, God will warn you. Like I was like, this is so awesome because they were trying to kill. They were trying to kill baby Jesus. Get up. Flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So they tried to take Jesus out. That night, Jesus left for Egypt with the child and his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. So just read through Matthew 2, 1 through 18. So when they heard of his death, then um, an angel of the Lord appeared and said, Get up, take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So the angel let Joseph know when to take uh, Jesus back to Israel. That's Matthew 2, 19 through 20. Uh, because Jesus was our Savior. And the devil tried to take him out. Uh, oh, the devil tried, but God made it fail. The Bible said, and, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Matthew 1 and 21. So you know, if the devil tried to take out Jesus, and he was the savior of the whole world. Before the, before Jesus fulfilled his purpose, Satan tried to take him out as a baby. That was before he filled his purpose. And this is what Satan is trying to do to our kids. This is what Satan is trying to do to our young adults. Our adults take us out before we fulfill the purpose and plan that God has for our life here on earth. First of all, God has called us to be holy and blameless before him. Second of all, it is a work that God has called each and every one of us to do that he wants us and us only to fulfill. And so that's why Satan tried to take Jesus out because he know, hey, Jesus came to save the people from his sins. Moses was sent to deliver the people from Israel. He knew what he was doing when he was trying to take these these great powerful men out before they was even born or before before well before they was able to do the purpose let me see excuse me correction he was taking them out before he tried to take them out before they fulfill the purpose that God had for his, for their lives but whoo, the devil tried it but God made it fail so that's why I say it the devil can't kill what God has anointed and appointed to live. The devil tried to take me out because he knew I was going to be a threat against his kingdom. Takiya Wiley going to open up her mouth against evil. And he knew that. And he knew I was going to be bold and unashamed. Glory to God. He knew that I was going to live for God and proclaim his word. Hallelujah. He knew I was going to speak the word of God. Hallelujah. Without fear. He knew I didn't care about having a lot of friends. He knew that I, oh, he knew. <laughs> and so the devil don't care about your position. The devil don't care about your money. Because I was like, I don't care if people don't never acknowledge who I am in God. God knows and the devil knows. And that's why he coming against me with all the texts. But I'm going to open my mouth up. I'm going to proclaim his word under the anointing of the Holy Ghost because he's the one God anointed and appointed me for such a time as this. And our children, he, 
God has works and things inside of them, a purpose and plan for their life that the devil wants us kill, steal, kill, and destroy them before it even get fulfilled. Hallelujah. But we are interceded in the spirit for all of our children. Glory to God. They will rise up in victory that I don't care. With the devil meant for evil, God, hallelujah, can turn around for the good. We're going to intercede for our children that they may be saved. Hallelujah. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And I'm praying. I'm praying for all. Even if you don't have no, no family that you know of that is saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. If you look at me. God is calling you. If you hear me, God is calling you out of that sin. God is calling you because the devil may be trying to tell you to kill yourself. And you know why? Because you are a threat against his kingdom. He don't, he, don't, he don't want you to be saved. He don't want the people that you're going to help to be saved, to be saved. So he's going to try to take you out. Because see, your life is greater than you. Your life is to help you and to help others to be saved. Oh, you got purpose. You got great purpose. That's why he will use what people do to you, what people say to you, what you say to yourself and your experiences to get you to take your own self out of this world. Because he know he don't have a possible chance of Ever going back and I'm pearly gates and going to heaven. He know he don't got a chance. So he trying to fill up his kingdom of hell so you can burn with him. You got to get smart. Don't take yourself out of here. Because even if your mind tell you nobody don't love, God loves you and you have purpose. You may not see it right now. You don't feel it right now. But you have purpose. And by and by, the purpose of God is going to be fulfilled in your life. You're going to see, oh, I'm so glad I take myself out of here. Oh, I'm living my blessed life. That's how you're going to be thinking. That's how you're going to be thinking. And so I'm telling y'all, don't take yourself. Don't kill yourself. Nobody and nothing is worth you killing yourself. You serve a purpose in a grand scheme of things on this earth because God has a divine plan and you are part of his divine plan or you will not be breathing. I don't care where you're looking at me on today. I don't care where you're hearing me on today. Whatever situation you find yourself in, if you are breathing, you still can fulfill the purpose and plan that God has for you. He's just asking you to surrender your life to him. Let him do the cleaning up. Let him wash you from all righteousness. You can't do it. Just come out with your hands up and surrender. Lord, forgive me. Lord, wash me. Lord, cleanse me. I'm sorry. Make me more like you. Forgive me. Take the voices, the negative voices away. Help me to overcome those. Fill me with your Holy Ghost because I know I need that power. I can't do it on my own. You got to come to Jesus like that. And so I encourage y'all, remember, the devil tried it, but God made it fail. Because you still looking to hear me on tonight. Don't let him take you out. Don't let him take you out. Don't take yourself out. Because you serve a grand purpose. Ooh, you serve a beautiful purpose. And God loves you. We, the body of Christ, we love you. And, and. We welcome you. I belong to the city of Refuge Church under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wiley in Batesville, Mississippi. And you are so welcome to join our local congregation. But the body of Christ is one. We have many locations, but we are one.
and we all serve whatever capacity that God has equipped you to do or whatever whatever he has 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 filled you up to you do it you do it under the glory of God but don't ever 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 belittle yourself you're God's creation that's the devil speaking to your mind for you to belittle yourself. You got made you and God has chosen you for such a time as this to represent him in the earth. And that is why the devil is trying to take you out. All the bold and unashamed ones, them the ones he's trying to take out. Because listen, you not going to have a lot of friends. Some people may look at it as weird because they're not being their self. And when you're true to yourself, it's weird to them. Let them call your names because you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. There will never be another one of you. Never be another one of you. So you got to live the life in which God created you to live. And as I always tell my students, be the greatest you that you can be. Don't settle. Don't belittle yourself because you are God's creation. Glory to God. And so I encourage y'all on today, don't let the devil have a victory. God gets the glory. God gets the victory in our lives. And we're going to do what God has created us to do. We're going to obey his word. We're going to love our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to praise him, parents. We're going to give him the glory in advance for saving and filling our kids with the Holy Ghost. We're going to give him the glory for filling our community with the Holy Ghost. We're going to give him the glory for outpouring his spirit upon our students. We're going to give him the glory for them walking in the newness of life. We're going to give him glory for bringing fathers bringing fathers to the kingdom bringing men just bringing men that will stand up and live for christ and be that godly man and be that godly husband and be that godly father glory to god we're going to give him praise because he is worthy hallelujah of the glory the honor and again the praise god's gonna do it he's raising up an army hallelujah for his glory, we just got to push through and intercede and prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. It works. Prayer and fasting will get them demons to move it. With the word of God, you can't. You got to fight. That's our sword. The word of God. We fight in the spirit. We're fighting in the spirit. And we already been declared victors. So declared in your home. Don't, don't, don't give up on you or your children. Declared in your home because we win. We are winners. We are victors. We are triumphant. Glory to God. Again, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, and his promise is unto us, unto our children, unto all those that are far off. Oh, glory to God. I'm praying. Oh, the outpour is coming. Hallelujah. Oh, the outpour is coming. Be encouraged, y'all, on today. And I, I tried to make this 30 minutes, but I'm stirred up in my spirit. I'm stirred up in my spirit. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, glory to God. Save our children. Hallelujah. And I'm not just talking about my children. I'm talking about all the children. I'm talking about the children I don't even know. I'm talking about the children at my school. I'm talking about the children I come in contact with. I'm talking about the children at my church and all the churches and all the whole body of Christ. I'm talking about all y'all. Woo! God has a purpose and plan for your life. Come on to Jesus. Glory to God. And parents, again, live the life. Live the life. So our generation can come up knowing God. Glory to God. Well, I pray that someone, someone was blessed by this podcast. Please continue to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold to eternal life. 
Don't let Satan get the victory in your life. Do not accept defeat. Do not accept defeat in your children's life. Keep praying them through. And all those that you come in contact with, because you coming in contact with them for a reason. To bring out the greatness in them, to point them to Christ. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Woo. Well, I pray again that someone was blessed by this. Live the life for Jesus. You are great when you do the word and teach the word. Glory to God. Live the life for Jesus. So again, the devil tried it, but God made it fail. Have a blessed night. Peace out.